0: Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Oh man, I am tired today. The twins kept me up all night. I don't know if you have kids out there, people listening, but if you do, I feel you. Man, some nights are not easy, but I am all good. I'm great. Actually, I am great because this week's episode features the very first professional wrestler on the art of touring, the Dreamtime Voodoo Witch herself, Miss Erica Reed, is on the show. Today, tonight, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. And she tells a ripper story about how she met her tag team partner, the Jurassic Punk, Sid Parker. So stick around for that one. It is certainly a doozy and not safe for work. Art of Turing is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. And remember, Art of Turing is part of the A Lot of Green podcast network you can check out all of the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alottagreen.com.au there is some coarse language in this week's episode so if you are listening with kids it might be a good idea to throw on sarah and duck and once they're dropped off at their karate lessons throw art of touring back on now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor Episode 31 of Art of Touring is brought to you this week by the Spanish Announce Table. Are you looking for a table that breaks on impact? Ever wanted to lay the smack down on your opponent but felt like giving it an international flavour? Then use the Spanish Announce Table. But remember, if you're not on the main event, the Spanish Announce Table is off-limits. Just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on the desktop, you can Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with Erica Reed, I'd like to play you a promo that Erica cut recently after her successful defence of the Underworld Championship.
1: This championship, this is my home. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Vixen. I don't care if it's Avery. This is my home this is my title and i will protect what is mine and i will be here every show to beat every that comes in my way we're done
0: boom there you go there's an example of erica's mic skills don't mess with her she's a feisty one now let's check out my conversation with the Dreamtime voodoo witch herself miss erica reen Welcome everybody. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast coming at you from the Siriani studio. This I believe is the third episode from this space. Uh, you may hear some fans in the background, not actual fans, but you know fans that keep the place cool because it's a little bit warm today. Um, and it's I'm very excited. All week, I've been looking forward to today because today is the day I get to interview my first ever wrestler, Erica Reed. How are you?
1: I am well. Yes. Hello. Yes, I am very well. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, welcome to the Art of Touring. Thank you so much for uh, for being a guest on the show. Um,
1: oh, Also, Pixie's here as well. Yes, and Hold Pixie. On. Let's she's not got forget got Pixie. Hello. hello, Pixie. Yeah, she's got a lot to say.
0: That was she's Rap Talk talking. for G'day.
1: Yep. How you going? G'day, mate. What's up?
0: Uh now I do start every podcast with the same question and that is where are you from?
1: I am from technically the dream time, but I grew up in Penrith, New South Wales.
0: In Penrith, New South Wales? Yes. And the riff. <laughs> is that the slang term for yeah, Penrith? Yeah, it's the
1: ghetto. <laughs> the Riff. Yeah, it's like a very Bogan ghetto community.
0: Yeah, right. But I,
1: I love the Riff. Yeah. You, know, you can take a girl out of the Riff, Yes. you can't take the Riff out of the girl.
0: Okay. Just, that's the way it is. It's
1: just the way it is. It's, that's it.
0: And um, do you still have family up there in Penrith?
1: Um, I do. I've got, I think I've got like a couple of aunties and cousins that live there. Yeah. Um, most of my friends are from um, like the Parramatta Area, there, okay. um, because that's where I went to high school. Um, but my family, where do my family live? Um, I've got a sister that lives in Canada, yeah, and I've got a sister that lives in Parramatta, and then I've got my mum, uh, I don't know where she lives at the moment, I can't, yeah. I don't know, and my dad, um. Yeah, he he's actually currently in Blacktown, but he's moving back to Penrith soon.
0: Okay, so they're kind of spread out a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: they're spread out, but mostly in New South Wales. So most yeah. of my like family that I talk to are in New South Wales.
0: And so you said you went to school in Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Were, were you having to travel from Parramatta to Penrith, or you were based um, in Parramatta when you were at school? I
1: lived in, um, what was it, Greystains. I lived in Greystains, which is near um, Lake Marylands, and okay. I went to school... Technically in Marylands, but like Parramatta's like the next suburb over. So like yeah, we'd right. all hang out at Parramatta and like all my friends are pretty much based from there. in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I really hung out a lot, but I grew yeah. up in Penrith, I guess. Yeah, right. Too. But yeah, I, was, I used to spread out a bit. Yeah. Um, I just go everywhere. I'm a bit of a wanderer. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to stay in one place for too long and just like to
0: So you're go away. um semi nomadic.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I like to go walk about. I just, I'm just awesome. like, yeah, I'm bored now. Let's, yep, let's, next let's place. Over here?
0: Let's do it over there.
1: Yeah, yeah right. It's got to be as bad as Penrith, surely. No. <laughs> <laughs> it started yeah. in the worst place. It can't get too much bad. So, so. it's really
0: that bad over uh, it's there? It's just rough. Just a rough yeah, area? Yeah, it's just rough. Okay, yeah, like, I can see this, that.
1: There's this one bar that like I used to go to underage in mm. Penrith. No one cared, and it was just like... Depending on the night you went, it was a different thing. So, like, some nights it was just, like, pretty much, like, a swingers bar. It was just, like, old oh, people with yeah. karaoke just hooking up with each other. Sure. And then, like, another night would be just, like, a night full of bikies. And then, like, another night would be, like, teenagers, underage, kind yeah. of sneaking in, which was me.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, Did they have, like, was, music or?
1: Oh, they had, like, bands. Yeah, they did? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they had, like, bands I remember, I think it was like Angry Anderson went there once. I can't remember. Oh, wow. It's called the Red Cow. Anyway. The Red
0: Cow. The
1: Red Cow has the highest amounts of police raids. Oh, really? In like Sydney or something. That oh, bar goodness. alone has like, yeah. So
0: Surprising that it's still there.
1: Oh, it's never going to die, man. No, yeah. It's too yeah. busy. Far from out. As soon as it opens, as soon as it closes, there's always some bloke mm. there. Just always
0: having a good time, man. Yeah, just just
1: <laughs> playing pool and drinking and stuff. But
0: and so who um who introduced you to wrestling um when you were uh, when you were a kid or in your, in your teenage years?
1: My beautiful pop. So when I was growing up, my pop was like just he's always watched wrestling. So yeah. like we. We would like, <laughs> he had like VCR tapes. Yes. And he would like record them. And would like when we would come down and visit, we would watch that. Right. And we never watched anything like in a storyline. It was just go pick a tape and we'll put on the tape. And be like, all right. Ooh, oh, sorry.
0: right. Yeah. And he yeah. had
1: like heaps of tapes. But then when we like moved, because I lived in Canberra for a little bit as well, mm-hmm. when we moved to the country in Canberra, we got Foxtel. Ah, which was like a big deal. So me and yeah. my sisters were like, "Oh shit, we're going to watch so much wrestling and yeah, MTV 8. and yeah. oh my god." And um so we would record um Raw and SmackDown for my pop and then we would send it to him. Oh, so that's then so cute. yeah, so then now he's got like double the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> and now when like a couple of years ago, I was like, "Pop, you need to get a DVD player because I can't like send you anything now." And yeah. he was like, "Oh, all right." So he went down to, like, Harvey Norman or something, country town, the electrical store thing. Sure. And he, like, bought a DVD player. And then, like, my nan just, like him random DVDs, so now he's got like a random bunch of pay-per-views, like oh, SummerSlam yeah, yeah. and like like the newest WrestleMania. But like he doesn't get it because he hasn't watched the storyline. He's like, "Who are these people? Why, yeah. why, why, why are these all these new people? Like where, are when? they fighting? Yeah, like well, I don't get it. Like what's going on? So I'm kind of gonna be like, Nah, they're just like the new generation. You just yeah, gotta, new yeah, just watch it. And he's like, Nah, they talk too much. I'm like, I agree, <laughs> but it's just just what's happening like it's, we
0: have to know why they're fighting That's yeah the point. exactly yeah, but yeah. yeah no
1: so my pop was very um pretty much the person that got all of me and my sisters yeah in, into wrestling
0: and so did um uh, are you the only one in your family that has chosen to lace up the boots yes yes
1: my sisters are very uncoordinated people yeah right. i was the only and i wasn't even that sporty mm. but like i was like the only sporty one yeah like, right. i'm probably the only one that could touch my toes Oh, Okay. Yeah, they're just so uncoordinated. I had to teach, like, my I think my dad like had to teach my sister how to run because she like she she, couldn't run. She like would try to run, but like her arms would just flail. So like, (laughs) Ah. my dad was like, "You got to run like this, with your arms down." She's like, "I don't get it." Oh, bless. Yeah, no. So my sister, my sister's actually a tattoo artist in Canada. So she's oh wow, she's very creative. She's always been drawing. She's always been the little fairy of the family. She's just. Yeah, she's just very creative.
0: Has she ever done any tattoos for Unfortunately, you? Unfortunately because 'cause no. she's been
1: in Canada for since I was in year seven. So oh, she's whoa. she's a couple of years older than me. Yeah. So um she's been in Canada for quite some time. Long so time. I was very underage. Yeah. So I couldn't know couldn't, <laughs> and I haven't no. um, crossed couldn't paths over there, with her yeah. again yet. But yeah. my other sister, she's I don't know what she's doing at the moment. Um, but she lives in Sydney and mm. she still like likes the wrestling. Yeah, right. But my sister, like, in Canada, she likes it because there's heaps of, like, smaller indie shows, like, in her town. Oh, really? Yeah, so she just, she'll like... She'll go to that. Yeah, she'll just see, like, advertisements, and she's like, oh, you should wrestle here. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, if
0: I had, like, five grand for a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd just pull it out of my butt. Right? But, yeah, but... um. Yeah, no, my, my family have always... Been into my, it. My mum and dad, not so much. They yeah. always thought it was a bit silly and, like, my nan didn't really like it. But my pop was the the main bad influence. The main influence. Yeah. And oh, we can
0: thank pop then for that. Mm,
1: I can. And, like, now that I, like, I, sh- I send... Because, like, my pop doesn't have Facebook or anything like that. Sure. So I have to... And I don't see him often. I haven't seen him for a couple of years because I live so far away now. Mm. But um, I will go to Kmart and I'll print out pictures of... Me, like, my wrestling matches, mm. and I'll send it to him. And he got, like, a, I think it was at Christmas time, I sent him like a bunch, and there was one of um, me and Bobby Lashley.
0: And oh, like, wow.
1: And I, like, sent it to him, and he was like, hey. I know that guy, and I was like, <laughs> "Which guy? The big guy that you're standing next to?" I'm like, "That doesn't narrow it down. Like, I, I don't get what you're trying to say." And he yeah, was like, yeah. "The one you liked as a kid." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, Bobby Lashley." And he was yeah. like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Do you like it?" And he was like, "Oh, that's you know, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. You pretty two. cool, yeah. yeah that's you actually doing something with wrestling." Because when I first started, he was like, "Come on, like, you're not actually going to do this, are you?" Yeah, right. Yeah, he just didn't want me to. Get hurt, and he thinks it's yeah. a bit silly too. So you kind sure. of just laughs. But yeah, yeah. But now that like I'm, like, he's seeing that I'm actually wrestling more and doing yeah. stuff. He's like, oh, this is this is, this is interesting. It. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool.
0: Who was um who was your favorite wrestler growing up?
1: Oh man, you know,
0: male I, or female doesn't matter.
1: No, no, no. Like, in all honesty, I actually can't pin down.
0: Like one favourite? One
1: favourite because my favourites were a team.
0: Oh, okay. Tag team.
1: The Dudley boys. The Dudleys! The Dudleys are my all-time favourite wrestlers. Yeah, Devon, Bubba Ray. Bubba is just, oh, man. So,
0: that kind of...
1: just... And, like, Devon, like, he's just so chill and he's just... Yeah. Ah, he's... Oh, man, they're so good.
0: That kind of leads me to a question I was going to ask you later, but I'll ask it now. Um, because I went to um, House of Hardcore uh, about six months ago, the Tommy Dreamer promotion, uh-huh. um, to meet Mick Foley because he's my favorite wrestler mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, bought the ringside seats and the VIP and blah, 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 which is basically, you know, 500 sweaty dudes waiting in line to meet Mick Foley yep. for 30 seconds. Yep. Um, but that's cool, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm a mark. I, I'm a fan. I'm not in the locker room. I get it. I can't have that, you know, extended period of time with um, with, with- a wrestler, um, except for tonight, which I'm totally excited about. <laughs> but my question was: Have you ever liked like fangirled out like backstage when you're meeting one of these people that you looked at, you know, like on the tally? Or you, yeah. you can you keep it together? No, I, I
1: keep it together. You but, keep it together, right? But like, there's times where I need to go to the bathroom and just and have a moment out. with myself, <laughs> and then I walk back out and I'm like, no, nah, chill. Yeah, I'm fine because I've I
0: I've heard on like Colts podcast and, like, listening to other, you know, podcasts about that topic, and that is if you do kind of fanboy or fangirl out at a wrestler in the locker room, then you're kind of seen as a little bit like you're just a mark, like you're not yeah. actually part of well, the crew kind you're of there thing. Well,
1: you're there to put on a performance. Yeah. You're, there, you're, yeah. you're at work.
0: Yeah, right, you're so at work. So you, yeah. you wouldn't,
1: like, it's, like, it's, and it's also a respect thing. Like, yeah, those right. guys are travelling, what, 24 hours on a plane and layovers Mm -hmm. and whatever just to Mm. get here. Mm. They're not going to want to put up with someone in their face. Hey, can I have a selfie, man? Yeah, exactly. They're
0: getting that enough from the fans.
1: Exactly. And if you're passionate about wrestling, Mm. you're not going to use that time to fangirl. You're going to use that time to pick their brain.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. So did you get to do that at all?
1: So at House of Hardcore, um, like a week before the show, we found out that, funny enough, Bubba Ray Dudley was doing a seminar and I was oh. at work. And oh. <clears throat> it was just a, like a quiet one for just like the local scene.
0: Oh, just for yeah. the wrestlers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just for the wrestlers just to learn. Mm. And, um, and I was at work and Sid automatically just said yes and I didn't know. And then I yeah. checked my, my phone later and Sid said, by the way, we're doing a seminar with Bubba. Mm. And I got home and I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I'm nervous already. And yeah. he's like, look, just chill the fuck out. Yeah. 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 Don't worry about it. And I was like, all right, get to the venue. And I walk in and I'm just pale. And I'm like, I'm not talking and mm. like every, like the boys are like, are you all right? Yeah. I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> then one of my mates is like, all right, dude, you look like you're about to spew. Just chill. Yeah, and I'm like, right. yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna cry, but like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just so nervous. Like, I, I, just, yeah, all right. And then I see, like, my friend was like, turn around, and I was like, all right, and I turn around, and I see Bubba, and I was like, oh yeah, my God. and I turn back around, and I just look down, and then they're like, all right, and he's like, get in the ring, and I'm like, yep, and I was like, fucking straight in there, and Whoa. I was just like, I just fucking kept my head down for a little bit because I was like. <sighs>
0: Quietly freaking out inside. No,
1: I was so nervous Yeah. because I didn't want to be a fucking idiot and I didn't want to screw up and ask a stupid question or something and I was just like, no, I've got to, like, get myself together. Mm. And then, like, whenever he spoke to me, I was just obviously super nervous so I was quiet and my voice was all shaky and I was just, like, you know, trying to be chill. Yeah. And then, like, after a little while of, like, asking questions and stuff, it was just chill it yeah, was just normal and then yeah and, then, to kind of yeah, and it was like it went for a couple of hours and we just like we actually learnt so much yeah. I, i've got like i've got like a little wrestling book that i write everything down in mm-hmm. and um i've got like four pages worth of
0: stuff from Bubba. junk
1: from that seminar it was just wow, and it was and it wasn't like it, ring
0: psychology and stuff like that everything just everything, anything, yeah. anything
1: we wanted to ask um and it was just a really cool opportunity and experience i guess because it was like it really motivated me because i was like fuck man like this is this is pretty cool like i'm like i got to learn from what who i think the best is yeah like that's that's my opportunity to learn the most yeah and i tried to do that and like it's there's some things that have really stuck with me and it was just super simple stuff but i was like fuck man like yeah this is good and That's so cool, man. That was, cool, that was man. probably the the like the best time that like that was probably my marking out moment was just like and like other people that come out like if. You've got to be a little bit of a mark to wrestle because, like, you've always well, got to a be fan. passionate I mean, look, look about at, it.
0: Look at Zach Ryder, you yeah. know, like he's the biggest wrestling fan on the planet, yeah. and he's a wrestler. Yeah, but that, like, you, you know? like,
1: that's that's cool. It is cool. But like, yeah. when you're at a show, like, you've got you to be to on. Have to be professional. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's a it's a work environment. But that's um it. But like, when do people like when some people come out and like you see the poster, it's like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. I like them as a kid, and yeah. then that's it. And then you just.
0: Got to get your yeah, You, you got to get your game face then, on because yeah, you've got to you do a job. Yeah, and you just walk in,
1: and it's just like like they're people. Like, yeah. everyone's equal. Everyone's like you treat everyone with respect, and you'll be fine. Yeah, man.
0: And I guess the only way so, I could probably kind of relate to that is we, the band that I used to be in, um, we were doing a bit of a tour, and across the row, across the room in um, the Virgin Lounge, I saw Ray thistlewaite from Thirsty Merc. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I'm like, that's, that's that guy from <clears throat> Firsty Merck. I know that guy. <clears throat> I'm just going to go up and introduce myself. Because mm-hmm. I had a pretty good story to tell. Not just, hey, Ray, you know, like, yeah. oh, my name's Dave. I play in a band. I you like know. you. Oh, you're cool. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, Ray, I saw you play um, on New Year's Eve supporting Tenacious D. Oh, that's cool. In 2005 at Luna Park on New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's, if cool. he's, he, that's a gig he's going to remember. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as soon as I told him that, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that gig. That was wild. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And so we, we kind of hit it off a little bit, started talking to him, and um, we ended up doing a couple of shows with them about 12 months later.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool.
0: Which was amazing. Yeah. But even even now when I talk to him, because I, I do I keep in contact with him, even now I still kind of get a little bit nervous Yeah. because he's achieved like everything in the Australian music industry. You mm-hmm. know, Ari Award winning, you know, artist. He's worked with everybody under the sun. And, um, and when, I, when I talk to him, I still get a little bit nervous, but then I, I have to remember, they'd just be cool. Yeah. He's just a dude.
1: Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's it. It's all good. Like, the, like at House of Hardcore, that was um, technically my first physical match. Like I've managed matches. Oh, really? With internationals, but that was my first singles match. Well, triple Threat match with yeah. an international, well, two internationals really, Madison oh, Eagles that's right. as well. Yeah, she was my first um, trainer. So like I and she-
0: Shelly as well was the other wrestler. Was uh,
1: it? Velvet Sky and Angelina Love.
0: Okay, yeah. So cool.
1: Velvet uh, managed, and we were, it was me, Madison, and Angelina. Yeah, and um, that was my first, like working proper, with talent
0: from an, exactly. From, yeah, yes. wow, and that would have been that cool. was
1: obviously nerve-wracking as well. I was, like, <laughs> shitting myself because I was like, okay, like, wrestling's a universal language, but, like... Still. Still, it's... I'm nervous. Mm. And I, um... Once, like, we started talking and we went out there, it was fine. It yeah. was just, like, wrestling anyone else and it was just, like... It kind of clicked and it was like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah they're people. Like, yep. just, Like, it's stupid to think that they're not.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: but these are the people that we kind of looked up and watched as kids. Yeah. So at the same time, it's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it, we just got to treat everyone the same. Well, like, that's it. That's, everyone it, should it be treated of... with the same respect. Like, it's just... Exactly. That's just it.
0: I mean, it kind of... it's um, For me to kind of relate to that, like working with people that you've never worked with before, um, uh, it's kind of like when I get called up for a gig and it's like, oh, can you fill in, Dave? We need a mm. uh, someone to do a covers gig. Um, like, sweet, send me the songs... I'll go through them. Yep, yeah, I know all of those songs. Here's a set list, and I show up to the gig, and I've never played with any of these musicians before. But as long as everyone knows their stuff, we can put on a show. Yep, you know what I mean. And that's yep. like exactly the same thing. As long as everyone knows their stuff, we yep. can entertain everybody. Yep, exactly. You know? So yeah, no, that's I love the correlations between music and wrestling. To be
1: honest, wrestling <laughs> is there's so many. Wrestling is pretty much um, a performing art. It's yeah, a, man. It's a sport and it's a performing art. Most you're telling, definitely. It's characters. You're telling, telling a story. A story. Yeah. And you're having mm. a fight. Well, like it's... talking about your
0: character, can you tell us the um, uh, the backstory to your character and like how you came up with it and that kind of thing?
1: Well, I my I was raised pretty much. So how do I put it? So like my sister, my both my sisters were pretty much my like people that raised me in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were you know, doing their own thing. Yeah. Um so my sisters were very much my role models growing up. Yeah. And um my sister my older sister in Canada, she is a white witch. Whoa. So I grew up with herbs and energies and crystals and Yeah. Just the good shit. Yeah. And um it's something that I've obviously taken on with myself. Like I cleanse myself and my mm-hmm. environment and you know, just it's just something that I was raised with. I don't sure. really know any better. Yeah yeah and um and I'm obviously part Aboriginal as well, mm-hmm. and that's something that's um, a big part of my identity, and that I'm constantly learning about. Um, and I kind of just smooshed the two together because yeah, right. I was like, "Well, that's me turned up to 100."
0: Yeah, and that's that's what the best personas are in yeah. wrestling. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's,
1: it's me. Just how like ah. me to up a hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a. I don't know, kind of natural progression, really. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. just, it's just, uh, yeah. I just thought about it. originally when I first started training. Yeah, where I was did you train? PWA with uh, Madison Eagles, Robbie Eagles, and Mick Moretti.
0: Is that in Melbourne
1: or, or in Sydney. Sydney? In Sydney. Oh, yeah, I okay. started training in Sydney, uh-huh. and I moved down to Melbourne a year and a bit after I started training, and then mm-hmm. I moved down here, and then I train with Sid at the moment.
0: Yeah, right. So me mean, Sid. Does he have China. his own school? Or? No, no, no. We
1: just have go to an open ring um, down at George's. It's Hitman from NAW. He's like an old um, Melbourne legend, really. Yes, yes. He's, he's There's
0: an open ring in Melbourne?
1: Yeah, oh well, not so much open ring, but it's for wrestlers. For wrestlers. And George just rents it out to us, ah. so we pay George, and so you we can use just kind of ring. like
0: kind of like go into a gym or whatever, like a private exactly. gym kind of thing. Exactly. Hey, but, here's the fifty bucks or whatever it costs, but and heaps of people go. Yeah, right. So like,
1: it's just whoever's there is there, and you yeah. just train with whoever's there.
0: Wow. So
1: yeah, so there's like, um, so it's mainly me and Sid at the moment. We just go down and roll around, yeah, um, whenever we want, and yeah. we just take whoever's free. They, we just message a couple people and we just go down and train. Yeah. Cool. Um, but that's what I, yeah. What was the question? Well, oh, where you trained and now yep. that's where you train. trained. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, so that's where I, that's where I started.
0: And so how long have you actually been wrestling for now? Like three how, years,
1: three years, four years in February. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been training for four years. Oh, I trained for a year before I got onto a show mm-hmm. and then, yeah, so three years on shows in February and four years training.
0: Ah, oh, cool. So you figured. I mean, is that like a quick turnaround in the wrestling world? Like twelve months of ring work, like training, and then making a debut, or is that like pretty standard? Like up to twelve. I mean, is yeah, it?
1: It depends on the depends person. on the person. It depends yeah. on the person and like their athleticism and their flexibility and yeah. and how their body takes it. It's it's a, like it's a various of things. Some dudes train for two years before they have a match or mm. some dudes train for four months and they have a match. Yeah, like wow. it really just depends on the person and yeah. if they're ready. Ready. Yeah. yeah and I guess
0: that's up to the, the
1: like your trainers the trainer and stuff. Like, yeah, look, yeah, you're yeah. not ready, man. And if, you if you're keep coming back
0: and if you're comfortable too. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, I mean yeah like I guess it's the same thing with music again making that comparison if you're mm-hmm. if you haven't got 30 songs up yet and you've been booked to do a gig you know at the local pub to do covers then you're not going to get the gig you need to have learned at yep. least 30 songs you know yep. <laughs> 3 hours of music man um and so uh you start training you enter the ring you've got your persona down um and when did you feel like you started to really feel comfortable in the ring. Or is, is that even ever a thing? Like, you, do you always feel a little bit nervous before a, a match?
1: I'm always nervous. Yeah. Like, just all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just always nervous. So, yeah, um, especially if it's something that, like, I'm passionate about as well. Sure. I'm obviously extra cautious because I don't want to ever be shit. I yeah, just, right. I've, Have you ever been injured? Um, I've like knocked my head a few times, but that's
0: That's about it? Yeah. Yeah, well that's good. But
1: like I, I played hockey um in high school.
0: Oh really? What position?
1: Yeah. Um, half. I was like a left half like Yeah, I played hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like how many years did I play that? Three or four years? Yeah, man, it's yeah, wild. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. It's, Summer and it's winter? So, no, just winter.
0: Oh, just on the grass? Yeah. You never got to yep. play on the Astro Turf?
1: No. Oh, I've got a funny story. So <laughs> being from the ghetto Yeah. We always had like real shitty ovals. To, sure. Like to play on, like they were never even, it was just shit. And um so you really had to hit the ball hard to yeah, like get anywhere. Yeah, to even anywhere. get anywhere. Yeah, right. Um and me and my friend we like got asked to do like we got a tryout for like a state team or something. Okay. And like we went and it was at like an arena like the homebush arena, the oh. the hockey thing yeah. in Sydney. And we kind of just looked at each other and we're like like, man, we're so way out of our comfort zone. Yeah, And then they're like, alright, everyone, get ready. Like, okay, we went down and then it was turf. We've never played on turf Turf before. Turf in your life. We never played on turf, and we kind of just looked at each other we're like, man, let's just give it a test run to see how hard we got to hit. Yeah. And we hit like we normally do, and it just went flying, <laughs> and we were like, oh, oh, How And no. now we're going to pass this thing. Oh, man. And like the whole time, we're just trying to control the ball, and like we didn't get in because we were like...
0: Well, you'd never played on that surface Yeah, before. and like yeah.
1: it was a funny experience, and then we like obviously went back to like normal training, and we told mm. them, and they were like, oh, that doesn't sound fun. No, oh, That <laughs> sounds shit like, Gosh, It man. was man You're like, You just tapped it And it went flying like, <laughs> We hated it But yeah Oh um, man but Yeah now hockey was fun Fuck I should play hockey
0: Yeah I used to do hockey uh, In high school um, And for one season One winter season I remember I was the goalie and we used to take sucked. turns of
1: the goalie because no Did one you? liked doing it.
0: That sucked, man. We we
1: had a roster. Yeah. Oh man, the big goofy in the hands, like oh, the big dude, gloves. Oh, dude, you're like the Michelin
0: Man. Yeah, it was brutal, man. I remember this one game. This kid just kept scoring on me like constantly. Oh. I was just yelling at my teammates, "Defense, <laughs> You know, like get back. And um, at to one point, I was just like, "Screw this!" So I was going for the ball every time he was coming at me, and just kept missing it. Yeah. So that like like five minutes before the match finished, I was like, "Screw it! I'm going for the man!" And I yep. just decked this little kid. <laughs> and I was like, "You deserve it, man! You've been scoring on me all day." And he was fine because you know it's grass, and I'm yep. you know the marshmallow man, you know. Yep. So it, w- it was all just fine, bounced but off you. He just bounced off me, but oh man, it was it was such a frustrating game. Oh, man, but, yeah. There we
1: you go. Wait, I used to like I was a bit aggro as a kid. Yeah, so, right. Like <laughs> when I played hockey, I would just slip a few elbows if I didn't like them. I just yeah. Well, I he's was, rough... oh, I slipped. Yeah, sorry. It's it was, a rough game, yeah, man. Like oh, like I remember one time I got hit in the head with a ball, and I like saw it coming. I just went,
0: yeah, was right out. Yeah, no. Nah.
1: They're they're freaking
0: hard balls, Yeah,
1: it's not like plastic. It's like super-duper thick plastic. It's it's ridiculous how hard those balls are. No,
0: they're pretty much like a cricket ball.
1: Yeah, as hard but, but as without, the, without the um, Little string thread. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah.
0: Super, super tough. You've got to be tough to wrestle, and you got to be tough to play fucking hockey. <laughs> Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, no, yes. hockey is a very <laughs> underratedly violent sport.
0: Most definitely. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. No, that would have been a good a few um, training grounds for you for, oh, yeah. uh, for your wrestling uh, career.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely took a few.
0: Um, and so... Yeah, so getting back to um, your current wrestling um, career, um, have you got any um, stories from uh, the road? Like, how often do, do you ever wrestle outside of Melbourne? Mm-hmm. or You do? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, how often do you have to, like, leave town to go to another promotion, like, in, you know, a different state or whatever?
1: Yeah, um, usually you get flown in on the day. Mm. Yeah, cuz like Australia so, is not that far. Like you just get early flights and you get flown in. Yeah. Um I have wrestled in obviously New South Wales, that's where I started. Yeah. Um ACT. Yeah. Melbourne and um Queensland. I wrestled well. in Queensland and I've managed in per- uh Adelaide as where, well. Yeah.
0: So you've been you've toured Almost the whole country. You haven't been to WA, other than that. I don't that. think. I think there's a wrestling.
1: There's a first wrestling promotion opening up. I think next year. I've heard rumours about it. I don't know if it's true.
0: So you've basically um, wrestled everywhere. There's a promotion in Australia, except Perth, except for Perth. Yeah. Far out, man. And Tasmania. And Tassie. Is there a yep. wrestling promotion? Yep. There is. Yeah. Far out. so that kind of leads me to another question I had for you, and that was, um, as a muso you're constantly having to tour um, and book shows with different band bookers and festival organisers and all that kind of thing, it's exactly the same for a wrestler. Yep. You have to kind of... Different
1: promoters for each company. For each
0: company. And yep. so when when you go to... So, like, do they approach you? Do you approach them? Like, how does the booking work for, for an independent wrestler?
1: Uh, it depends. Sometimes um, you can reach out to someone or sometimes they reach out to you. It's, okay. It just really is a matter of that. But... Since social media has come out, it's a bit easier to promote yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. So, if promoters see the, the stuff on social media, the stuff that oh, you post... I'll and they I'll get go, them on oh, my show. And they'll kind of keep you in the back of your mind until there's a spot ready for you. If ah. there's a storyline or whatever, like, it it really just depends. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a bit of both. So, yeah, sometimes right. you reach out, sometimes they reach out Good to, to you. you. But it's very much an independent thing. You are your own manager. You get your own yeah, bookings and yeah. organize your own travel and whatever. All that stuff. Yeah yeah
0: yeah far out because how many like how many wrestling promotions are there in australia like there's could be friggin heaps even just yeah. in melbourne does does Melbourne have the most out of any yes. state they I, do I don't so, they yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so because it's something that like I'm, i mean I'm a lifelong wrestling fan well look I'll kind of like give you a little bit of an idea of even for the listeners as well, because I really don't talk about this side of myself on the podcast Aww. because it's, you know, it's a, I usually interview musicians. So I'm usually mm-hmm. just talking about music and my time with music, but um, wrestling has always been a, a big part of my life. I mean, my old band, I even wrote a song about. Mick Foley, you know. That's cool. Yeah, and we, we did a clip for it, which unfortunately isn't available anymore, but I've still got it on my computer, which I can show you later if yeah, you like cool. to see it. Um, and um, But, yeah, as, as a young man, I got into wrestling, like, in the Attitude Era.
1: Oh, yeah. So you
0: Stone Cold, you Rocks, Undertaker, you know, Mick Foley. The rebellion stage. Yeah, yeah. And so I loved it, you know, like from, you know, when I was 17, 18, all the way up to like maybe the early noughties. But then when Mick Foley retired and there was that whole angle with Randy Orton, like the legend killer, and he was like beating all of the guys that I really looked Mm -hmm. up to as a kid. I was like, oh, wrestling isn't fun anymore. They're not kind of shitting on my... But I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was Mm -hmm. so like... Um, emotionally signed, attached. Attached, yeah, and signed up to, like, wrestling, like, uh, you know. Yep. I didn't get that. That's the whole point of wrestling is to, like, pass the torch. And that's what Mick and all of those guys were doing is, like, Randy's the new guy. We need to put him over. And that's what yep. they do in a promotion, right? I didn't yep. get that. So I kind of fell out of love with it. Didn't watch it for years. Yep. Like, years. Up until... Uh, my wife and I were—I love this story, by the way. There's a big smile on my face because I love telling this story. Aww. My wife and I I've got were a funny on story about yeah, Sid
1: when we meet.
0: Yes, yes. Keep that in the back I of will, your mind. I will, yeah. I will. Um, my wife and I were holidaying in the Caribbean because you know that's, that's something cool. that you do all the time, right? Um, we were holidaying in the Caribbean, and the very first Monday, we turn on the tally and it's USA Network and Monday Night Raw is on. Ooh. And there's Mick Foley cutting a promo with this guy called CM Punk.
1: And I'm like... Wow, that is a that is a, quite who, an age gap. Like, Yeah,
0: I'm like, who the years. fuck is this guy? This guy's got some fucking mic skills. Mm. I like this guy, right? Yeah. And Mick is putting him over in the ring, you know, with whatever promo they were doing at the time. This was like circa 2011. Mm-hmm. And from that day on, so now we're fast forward to 2018, I am um, like just over the top, back into wrestling. Yep. Just absolutely love it again. Yeah. And so, and I equate that to punk. Yep. And the fact that Mick was there kind of putting him over. So it was kind of of like a real, like, you know, um, uh, a snake eating its own tail kind of That's on my gear.
1: I have that on my gear. Do you really? Yeah, I have the snake eating its its tail with the pentagram. Oh, that's
0: rad, dude. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, Mick was passing the torch to Randy. And then again... Years later, he's there helping the younger talent again with, yep. you know, the punker. And so I equate all of that stuff to why I'm a, a mm. massive wrestling fan. So, yeah, tell me how – actually, no, before I do, keep that in your mind. I'm going to tell you how my wife and I met. That's right. That's right. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I was playing a gig in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And um, this gorgeous girl is dancing mm-hmm. on the, um, you know, the, the, the dance floor there and she just appears on stage <laughs> gets with full, of, full of gumption jumps on stage yeah. and in between songs no not even in between songs during the song she's like do you want to suck on my chop a chop and I was like Maybe after the gig, love. Oh, that's I love. Cute. I love. That's a great idea. But I'm going to sing right now. But maybe after the gig, she's like no worries. And so then she waits until the song's finished. She stays on stage. She's doesn't. She's not going anywhere. She's keen. She's keen. We finish the song, and she's like, "Can you guys do a request? Can you play the DX, the Degeneration X theme song? Right? This is the first oh, encounter I have with my wow. wife. Right? And I go, No, but that is the coolest request. Of all time. Right?
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> that so is pretty cool, man. We were kind of destined to be together from that point on yep. because we were both wrestling fans and, uh yeah, obviously music and, and it was all intertwined. So how did awesome. you and um, Sid meet?
1: So before I was wrestling, I was obviously being the merch girl. It's, mm. You know, you got to... Get your way up there. Work your way up, yeah. And I was doing the merch at a um, wrestling company in Newcastle. And Sid was there. Um, but Sid lived in Melbourne at the time. Okay. So he got flown into Newcastle. And I was he like I met him before the show and I was like, oh, hi, do you have any merch? He was like, here, here you go. I was like, oh, thank you. Put the merch out. Show, sell the merch, all that kind of crap. Then after the show, Sid kind of like slithers over to me and he's like... <laughs> Did I sell any merch? I'm like, yeah, here's your money. Here you go. Here's your merch. See you later. Yeah. And he was just like, so, um, and he just kind of looks at me yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? And he's like, can I fist you? Whoa. <laughs> no, I was, just, I just cracked up laughing. I was like, <laughs> um, I mean, like. I've never done that before, but like, okay. And he was just that's like, a classy
0: pickup line. Yeah, and he just yeah. like
1: started laughing. He's like, Nah, you're fucking all right. Yeah, okay. And he just like he just stuck around, and then we just kept talking, and then sure, yeah, we've just kind of been best friends since.
0: That's um, that's certainly an icebreaker. Yeah, I don't think that would have gone over with um, with a lot of girls. but No, but you know, that's,
1: that's you saw the humor like in him. It. That's why I like yeah. him because he's.
0: He's, he's over weird. the top, man. Yeah, he's just weird. Yeah, he's just a weird guy. And so you guys um, are partners in real life, but you're also partners in the ring. Yes, sometimes. We're tag
1: team partners.
0: Tag team partners. Mm. So if you book Erica Reed and Sid the Jurassic Punk,
1: oh yeah, he's a, he's my little dinosaur.
0: You you get them both.
1: Yeah, you get a dinosaur punk and a mm. Aboriginal witch.
0: Because the last time I saw you guys wrestle in in um, in person was for. Um, a Mexican wrestling promotion Lucha Lucha
1: Oh when I when well it wasn't me it was Voodoo It was Voodoo it your was other rather I'm sorry I apologize yes your friend of course It was my friend and then it was Sid's friend El Cabra yes Yes the Mexican
0: Bigfoot Exactly I'm sorry I apologize That's okay that's yeah, okay it yeah. happens all
1: the time <laughs> it happens all the time honestly we we look very similar Yeah um,
0: but I saw those guys and um they put on a match. Ooh. Oh my Did goodness! They?
1: I haven't seen it,
0: dude. You need to get a hold of those guys and get them to show you the match because it was out of control.
1: Oh wow! Oh, yeah. wow. I-, I could imagine. Like Chupacabra likes to, you know, hump a lot of things and stuff. So, like, I'm <laughs> yeah, surprised yeah. if he didn't try to hump yeah. her or something. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's good to hear.
0: There you go. So now I'll have,
1: to, I'll have to hit her up.
0: Talking about the in ring humping. Um, can you tell me a wild story from your wrestling adventures? Like anything that's funny that's happened to you, maybe in the ring, outside of the ring. Can I scratch scratch yeah. Um, that? Yeah, I've there? got a,
1: I've got a funny Sid story. Oh yeah, it's a gross one. Hmm. So like.
0: Sorry, there'll be a I disclaimer was... at the start of the show saying it's <laughs> yeah, okay, not good. safe for work.
1: Okay, good. Um, so, I um, was on... It was like one of my... F- I think it was my first tour I went on with... And this was before I was the Dreamtime Voodoo Witch. I was just Erica Reed. Sure. And um, I was still finding my character and, and whatnot. But mm. I went on this tour with IWA in Sydney. Yeah. And we were going up the coast. And we, we did a... I had a match and then I managed um, a guy called Alex Titan. And it was kind of like good guy, bad guy faction. So, like, half the half the locker room was good guys, half the locker room was bad guys, and okay. we were kind of feuding, and that was the storyline we were telling that throughout the tour. Nice. And um, me and Sid were obviously on the same team. We were both heels, and um, <laughs> we were doing... We were, like, we got hit with something, and we were, like, selling, and I'm just laying there, and then Sid just, like, crawls over to me, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? At this point... I'm nervous because like, I haven't had heaps of matches, so I'm trying to concentrate Yeah. and trying to like stay in the moment. Sure. Meanwhile, Sid's just like eh, I'm gonna fuck with you, and he just like <laughs> crawls over to me and he just starts groping me. He just starts grabbing my boob and no. my butt, and I'm like, oh man! Like we were dating at the point, like sure, it's, it's, it's fine, but still in front of everybody, man. Oh no, he was like laying on top of me, so I couldn't move, <laughs> and he was like literally <laughs> smothering me and then just kind of grabbing the it like on grab. the slide. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was just like. What are you I'm doing? I've just got to let it happen. I can't move <laughs> because if I move, it's going to look weird. Yeah, yeah. And then another time, we. This was the first time I managed a international. Oh, wait, no. I think it was. Yeah. It was RVD. And Sid. Rob
0: Van Dam.
1: Sid was wrestling RVD. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was managing. And. The
0: BCW? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, um,. There was a point in the match where Sid was gonna get hit with the frog splash and I was like, Fuck this, this can't happen. Ah. So I ran in and I crawled and I like laid on top of him. Oh. And I was like gonna protect him. Yes. While I'm trying to protect him and covering his back, the five star frog splash comes and hits the both of us, but just before it hits us, he starts grabbing my butt. <laughs> So like this is like the first like big moment we're having together as a team. Yeah. And he's groping me again. And I'm just like Can you seriously like
0: be professional,
1: bro. It is professional because that's what how our characters would communicate. Yeah, sure. We're gross. We lick each other and yeah, group each yeah. other. I guess
0: that's the whole gimmick, man. Yeah,
1: that's that's it.
0: Oh man, that's a couple of wild stories right there. Yeah, he's just. Did anyone was... in the audience notice him doing? this? I don't think so. No. No. I no. like
1: I noticed because I felt it. Of course. But he's very sly and cheeky. He's got yeah. lizard hands, man. Like it just they just slide in and out. Like it just.
0: That's <laughs> a just, shocker, man. Yeah, it's real bad. Oh my goodness. Um, have you ever been in a match and everything just isn't going right? Like you're you've you've put it all oh, together yeah. in your head and it's like, oh this spot isn't working and that spot isn't where like and you're thinking, Oh my god, when is this match going to be over?
1: It was yeah, I've had a moment kinda like that. It was like <laughs> obviously when you first start wrestling you get excited, so you're like, I'm gonna do every single move under the sun.
0: Yeah, And obviously I know.
1: and obviously that doesn't makes sense in a storytelling way, right? Right. So, like, I've, I I've wrestled in Canberra, and um it wasn't a big show at all. There was, like, 30 people. and oh, man. And, like, um, I was wrestling, and I was, like, with this chick, and this chick was, like, not... Like, we were pretty much the same experience. Sure. So we were both very new. Yeah. And we were both, like, all right, how are we going to do this? All right, let's try and do stuff. And I'm like, okay. And we had this match, and it was just the shit, like it was yeah. just shit, like it just none of it made sense, and it just was a bunch of moves because we were just excited, and it just was shit and then right. we like watched it back, and I watched it back, and I was like, i am never letting this happen again, yeah. yeah it was the shittest thing I've ever seen,
0: and you're able to learn from it
1: yeah, if yeah. man i like i watch my I try to get my footage from like all my matches because sure. I like to watch it because. I like to see what I need to work on.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
1: And it, like, if you don't, it's kind of like it, again with music—you record mm. yourself, yeah. And you listen back to it, yeah. That sounds off, or this sounds shit. Yeah, so I'm gonna, gonna, gonna yeah, I'm gonna just, change that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just like I just couldn't let that happen again. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm like on top of it. Yeah, just I try to make like the first thing I think of when I'm planning a match or thinking about a match or a match is coming up is how would Erica react to this? Yeah,
0: how would she? Yeah, right. Because
1: she's the person telling the story. Yeah. And she she loves to tell stories. She's like the dream time. Like Mm. she's got full of stories Mm. to tell. So yeah, so that's like the first thing I like to think of is like, what's the story and how she would react, React not what moves I'm going to do.
0: Right, so it comes more from a storytelling yeah, point, other than like, what moves we're to we Yeah, it comes try more
1: organic in a way. And
0: then, yeah, it would be a lot easier. It's a easier fight, then. like you're not yeah. gonna plan
1: a fight. Like it's a fight. Like you've mm. got to kind of do it, put it together. Yep.
0: And so um, we've heard like your worst experience. Can you tell me about the best experience you've had in the ring? Like where you're just hitting everything and the crowd's going crazy, and you're just like, oh my god, I love wrestling.
1: Yeah, I had a long time feud with um, Avery in mm. at MCW. And it was November rain last year. So, it was a November show last year. Okay. And Okada was on the show. He was the, the headliner. And that was also pretty cool because we did, like, the New Japan seminar. Okay. As well. And that was um, eye-opening. It was very hard. Yeah. Um, and we did that before the show and then we had the show.
0: Is Okada, like, um, strong style? Am I getting that right? Or does he do a different vibe?
1: Nah, Yeah. Yeah, I yes? guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the um, wrestling
0: fans out there. They kind of know what I'm talking about, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's, cool. He's, yeah, yeah.
1: He's like a very popular Japanese. Like he's one of the top Japanese guys, nice. and he has been for like, like a, little long time. Okay. a little while. Now. A little while. Okay. A little while. He's young. He's like the newer oh. generation. So oh, groovy. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool to like learn off him and to have him make us do 500 squats. Oh it was, man. Yeah. It was it was brutal, but it was also. Uh, the lesson he was trying to teach was yes. don't quit. Yeah. No matter like how hard it gets, don't quit. Don't quit. Just just keep doing it. Yeah. Even if it's not 100% or yeah. you're not going low enough, mm. just don't quit. Just don't stop. Nice. And that was pretty cool. Well,
0: it's a good life lesson anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, so long time feud with Avery, this ugly mole. I hate her. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, it was the first time we get our hands on each other in a singles match. Oh, so wow. we've been managing our tag teams. So she has the Brat Pack and I had uh, prehistoric Death Cult at the time. And we were first time we were meeting and then
0: It's all hyped up.
1: We were we were angry. We were hyped up. We had this really awesome match and it was like one of the first times I did the mist in a singles match by myself mm-hmm. without Sid there. Mm-hmm. And I did the mist and it just came out and it was just like Oh, that was cool! Yeah. yeah, and it was just like it was like the we were at Thornbury Theatre, and like the theatre's just naturally beautiful. It's just yeah, it's a cool space. It's so so many pretty lights and just everything about Architecture it. Architecture so, Yeah, as well. it's just yeah. so nice, and it was packed out as well. So just having the experience to wrestle in front of so many people in Australia, and mm. then like be able to show my weirdness. Yeah, and people. Accepted it and it was like that's that's pretty cool. That's cool. I, I like that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And and I won, so it was. <laughs> and you went over. Yeah, so Fantastic. I won. So it was pretty good. It was it was a really good story we told, and yeah, it was a long time story, which was really cool. and yeah. we obviously learned a, a lot by telling that story, telling that story. But yeah, that was probably my probably my favorite match. Favorite match. Moment. Yeah,
0: that's cool, man. Yeah, um, I did watch something. It was recorded about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was only available on Amazon. It's still now on Amazon Prime, but they've put up the first episode for free on YouTube. A thing <coughs> Underworld. called Underworld. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was cool. It was like an hour and 13 minutes or something. It was a long mm. kind of show, but they told a great story. Mm. And there was a moment there after your match where you cut this promo. And I'm like, man, Erica Reed has the mic skills, man. <laughs> She can really, like, cut a promo, you know? Yeah. I and I guess my question is, um, are there any wrestlers that you kind of look at to think, oh, man, I, I I need to cut promos more like this person or that person or anything like that? Or do you just kind of, like, speak from the heart? Like, how does it work for you when you're cutting a promo?
1: Um, There's obviously people that you look at when they cut promos and you kind of want to... um. <clears throat> Kind of follow it as a guideline, in a sense. Sure. So, like, Macho Man. <laughs> yeah. Macho Man, like, just the way he projects his voice, and he goes yeah. shorter and then louder and shorter and louder, and it just kind of... It's Bring like a jellyfish. In. It sucks you in, it sucks you out. sucks you in, it sucks you out. Okay, just, that's I, a good metaphor. I just yeah. like, like the Macho Man. I think he's pretty dope. Mm. Um, but, to be honest, it's... Again, with anything in wrestling, I try to put erica first and be like okay how would erica react in this situation yeah right and this was her first title so of course she's going to be protective yeah so it kind of just came out
0: yeah but are you currently holding any titles at the moment yes
1: i'm currently holding one title i'm the Warzone women's champ
0: the Warzone women's champion yes and will you be defending that anytime soon
1: um i think february right on yeah
0: who are you facing
1: I don't know yet. Don't
0: know. There's no contender yet. just yet. No, don't That's know That's exciting. Yet. Yeah, it is. It is. Because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a mystery. That's cool, Yeah, man. yeah I'm excited. Far out. Um, do you have any music that you like to listen to before you go into the ring to kind of yeah. pump yourself up?
1: Yeah, definitely. Who do you listen to? I listen to Pantera every single day.
0: Pantera. They're
1: my all-time favorite band. Um, They're your favorite? All-time favorite. Wow. Like Pantera. Metal. Yeah, I like metal. Um, yeah. Pantera, I'm really into Parkway Drive mm-hmm. at the moment. I really, really like, um, Parkway Drive's new album, but like also as a teenager growing up, I liked Parkway Drive. Sure. But seeing there also telling their story of how they've evolved as well. I like to see that with bands like, yeah. again, with Pantera, like they started out with like the glam metal and then they went from like the glam metal to like the thrash metal when they changed singers and then they went from like thrash metal to heavy metal. Whoa. And it's like I just really like that, and it's the same with Parkway Drive. They've gone from like very much a hardcore, and then they've like slowly evolving to like metalcore type. Right. Like they they sound more like heavy metal, but like they still have their vibe of hardcore to it. And I just sure, I just really yeah. I just really like um, Parkway Drive and Pantera at the moment. Um, yeah. But I like like a lot of music. I really like the Doors. Hmm. Um, Led Zeppelin are just gods. They're <laughs> The like yeah oh, man if if we didn't have elvis and led zeppelin we mm-hmm. would not have had like the bands we have today yeah man like they and the beatles too the beatles were yeah. like the beatles were very much like i didn't get into the beatles as much mm-hmm. growing up i was more led zeppelin sure yeah, um, yeah. but i definitely respect their music and yeah like i can honest like i can see what they've done um yeah, I like a bit of Jimi Hendrix. Too. Hendrix as well, yeah. yeah, yeah is cool. Right on. When I was in high school, I played a little bit of guitar. Oh really? Yeah. So I like I played it for a couple of years, and then I moved interstate, and I didn't have a guitar. Sure. And then last year, for my twenty-first birthday, Sid and a couple of my friends uh, bought me a Dean guitar. Ah. Yeah. So they bought me a, like a Razorback, a dime bag. Kind of had And Whoa. they're like So you need to start Playing guitar again Yeah And they've kind of Just forced it on me So I'm slowly getting back Into uh, uh, playing a, again An
0: amp as well or? Oh i got like A
1: shitty like Shipbox amp Little practice amp, amp. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, fine yeah. That's what yeah. yeah, you yeah. need man yeah, exactly I'm just at home yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, man, eventually you're gonna have to work that into your gimmick, man. That's you'll be <laughs> no, like. No, there's a couple of dudes that ch- use like there's a
1: there's a like there's a tag team. Yeah. It's like a dude called Terry Shaw. Mm-hmm. And he. Um, An Aussie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is actually my son. Mm. <laughs> Terry Shaw's my son. Wow. Um <laughs>
0: In the dream time, um,
1: yeah, yeah, In the dream time, he's my son. Timeline, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my son. Um, he's older than me, but I, he's still my yeah, son. A, it happens. It's the witchcraft you know. coming yeah, out. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, it's it was. A, it was a botch. It was a botch spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: you
1: know. he's trying to get Sid, and this guy came, and I was like, Ah, you want to be my son? And he was like, Sure. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> um,
0: I love that.
1: But um, yeah, he does like a retro glam metal gimmick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, he cool. has like he before. has like a Guitar Hero guitar.
0: Oh, does he? Yeah,
1: and he like spikes his hair up like yeah. freaking Tommy Lee. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. He looks pretty dope. He has like a leather jacket and That's stuff. A cool gimmick, but there's man. a couple dudes that like kind of rock the the heavy metal look in wrestling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, music and it's wrestling, cool obviously. Yeah, it's 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 gonna, it's gonna um, they're gonna intertwine definitely a lot. Definitely. Yeah. Um. And so before you go on, you'll you'll actually have your f- phone with you in the locker room, listening to some tunes, pumping Mm -hmm. yourself up. Mm -hmm. And then, um, describe to me, because this is something that, um, as a muso, sometimes we do a very similar thing Mm -hmm. to what wrestlers do with their theme music. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes what we'll do when we're putting on a gig is, instead of going out and playing the first song just cold, we'll put on entrance music. Mm Mm-hmm so that the punters hear a song to get them pumped up. Yeah. And then so when we walk on, we kind of, you know, once we we kind of give the nod to the sound guy, they turn that down and then we start playing, yep. you know. So for a time we did that, uh, my old band, we came out to – um uh, you're the Voice by John Farnham
1: oh wow it's <laughs> like so wow. you're the voice trying
0: to understand it and everyone would be singing whoa yeah, yeah right. it's a song
1: everyone knows
0: yeah right right Yeah, and so when when you're behind the curtain and your music hits it, what does that feel like when you're just about to go out there and do your thing is are you are you like full of like nervous energy or excited energy or a mixture of both like how do just explain to us how that feels as as like a fan like what oh my god i have to go out there now and literally put my body on the line <laughs> how how that moment that music hits what is that feeling like
1: um it's wrestling's almost like therapeutic for me in a way yeah so like I get obviously super anxious, but that's about everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> again. But, like, wrestling, I get very nervous, too. Yeah. Before I go out, it's um my theme song has, at the start of the first couple of seconds, it's a didgeridoo. Okay. So, whenever I yeah, hear it that, yeah, it yeah. kind of gets me in the mood, because I'm like, oh, that's like, I know that sound. That's my like, time. Yeah, it's like, I know that sound, and it's kind of like... It depends on, like, the circumstances as well. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, well, fuck, i got to go out now. Oh, all yeah. <laughs> right. And then other times it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, right. All right, I'll go out mm. now. And then you go.
0: And you do. Yeah, you see. just wait.
1: But, like, as soon as you kind of go out, it's very, like, cliche, but as soon as you go out, I kind of don't really remember much. It's just, like... Really? Like, I remember the match, mm. but... A lot of some of it is a bit blurry at times because yeah, right. like I just like especially sometimes in my entrance because I'm just like in my character and I'm just kind of like looking around like what would she do? This yeah. is what she would do. She would just look at people and just kind of yeah. walk like this. Yeah, and I kind of just put my energy into Erica. That's
0: cool, man. Yeah, I yeah. Just, it's
1: kind of like um, can I get in like a like a lightning bolt into like an action figure.
0: Yeah, and right. then it yeah. kind
1: of comes alive, and then that's so like, cool. Yeah, and then like when that lightning bolt hits, it's like oh, yeah. America! Now and I'm just like a zombie. I just go out and do yeah. My
0: thing. I think I um because I'm not in a band at the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that you're getting
1: that itch though. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's, like it's, wrestling, but too. it's a
0: very, it's a very um a raw wound at the moment. It's it's uh mm-hmm. it's been only about a month since. Um, I've left my my band. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's kind of sad, man. But, you know, look, I know I'll definitely do something in music again very, very soon. Yep. It's just deciding what that's going to be. Yep. And um, I guess the thing that I really hope that I'm able to achieve in my next kind of creative pursuit on stage is to be able to incorporate that kind of idea of a character into a performance yeah because like essentially a like a gimmick essentially yeah. because essentially like you think of Kiss man like those guys go out there they've all got a character they've got a thing of and course. I'm not saying I want to be the next Kiss but I'm like Dimeback
1: had a gimmick he had the
0: thing. red beard yeah right like I, that and was that's like, something I've never really had as a muso yeah. like I've I go out there and I sing and I'm like, I'm the front man and I command the yeah. audience and all that kind of thing. But I'm not thinking like you're thinking, what would Erica do? Like I'm yeah. not thinking, oh, what would Dave do or Sis Dog yeah. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, at this point in the show. So, um, that's kind of cool, uh, that you've kind of told me that because then now I can kind of take that and kind of hopefully work it into my new, yeah. my new vibe, man. That's yeah, a cool do thing. It. Yeah. It's
1: like, again, like that's also something that my sister has, Taught me growing up is yeah. where you project your energy.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Don't project your energy in something that you're not going to, isn't rewarding for you. Yeah, man. Like, big th- time. Yeah, like, and people as well. Don't project your energy to people that aren't going to respect you or, again, feel, make you feel rewarded in a way.
0: Yeah, work with people you want to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah and just important. be
1: around people that support you in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's important. But again, that's like with wrestling, like, I'd like to put all of my energy into erica like that's especially while i'm wrestling like Mm. that's i don't think about anything else no well like yeah how could you like i literally like i can't like i just i'm just in the zone i'm just a weird blue thing so
0: before the podcast um i usually play some music of the guest because oh, I've really only played get music. to pick a
1: song?
0: No, oh, okay. you don't. Because I don't have the rights to Pantera, unfortunately. Fuck. <laughs> right? Damn it. But can I play some audio of you cutting a promo?
1: <laughs> so
0: people can kind of get an idea of, like, you know, your character. Yeah, you You know you what I mean? Want. Like, I could even play a little bit of your music. like Because yeah. you're... That's a question I wanted to ask. Do you have the rights to that entrance music, or is it just no? no? Okay, no, cool. I just play so it. we can't play that, <laughs> <laughs> but because I don't want to get sued, even no, though no, no, you know okay. I'm not making money off this no, podcast. No, no,
1: that's okay. You know what, Russell should probably think about that too, but we don't. Yeah, it's just you know. I mean, I think there's a loophole. We're so far if you're away; not no making one's going to notice. A lot of money
0: off something, then you're, you're pretty safe. Yeah. But with the podcast medium, I'm pretty. No, I'm pretty, that's cool,
1: man. I get it. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, we'll try and find like a little grab of you cutting a. Promo, if that's yeah, cool. Yeah, like now? No, no, no. no of
1: like another one you've got recorded. One you've already done. yeah. Okay, so cool. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, rip yeah. it off YouTube. Yeah, do that, do that. And
0: yeah, I'm not asking you do to the, cut a promo the now.
1: You, <laughs> do the one that you like. Is that cool? Underworld. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah. do
0: the Underworld promo. Sweet. So before the interview, you will have heard Erica cutting a promo because she had just won the Underworld promo championship yes right that is so cool okay so we'll finish well it I was there.
1: pre-existing winning but it was the first show that they that opened did. doors to the public because yes. it was an underground fight club and you were defending it yes so yes. I was already champion before then that was just the first
0: like public announcement exactly. that this exactly. is a thing yeah we were yeah. letting people in super cool man um, how can people follow you? Have you got like an Instagram yeah, or something you can I've promote?
1: Got, I've got a Facebook page which mm-hmm. is just Erica Reed Pro Wrestler, mm-hmm. and then I've got an Instagram which is Erica Reed, and then I've got um, a Twitter which is Dreamtime Reed.
0: Dreamtime Reed, cool, because yeah,
1: Erica Reed was already taken.
0: Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll throw all the I'll throw all those up in the description of. Um of my outro uh, for the podcast and um, if people want to come and see you at a show mm. do you put up yes. your yeah upcoming events like yep. on all of those things yep. awesome we'll, we'll, we'll come and see you at a show yeah, in the future yeah
1: come and buy some of my voodoo dolls I have my, my voodoo dolls that I like to give to people so come and buy you know, some You're bringing
0: yeah, yeah. that into the, the ring so yeah. you actually have those uh, as well she's,
1: like that's Erica as well like, that's her
0: whole thing man so
1: if, if I'm stuck in a match Mhm. I leave Erica in the turnbuckle, so yeah, right. when I'm stuck, I crawl over to her, and I yeah. go, what the fuck do I do? And then she'll tell me, and then I go do it. <laughs> and <then you> go, <laughs> fantastic. And I have this one, and I've obviously got a video doll of Sid as well, so like, yeah. whenever I want Sid, I just shake his doll, and he comes. He comes. Yeah, he's like a dog. I just call it's him, and he comes, man. and then when I want him to go, he just goes. He goes. Yeah, he's gone.
0: And um, if people aren't able to get to a show, do you have your merch available online?
1: Yeah, just shoot me a message and I can send you stuff out. Send
0: you stuff. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and being the first ever wrestling guest on the Art of Touring.
1: Thank you. Pixie's excited too. Yes. She's she's asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's had enough.
0: Bye, Pixie.
1: Bye.
0: See you, Erica. See you. Thank you. Ciao. There you go, Sizzlers, episode 31 of Art of Touring, done and dusted. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, give the podcast a share, why don't you, on social media. Use the hashtag, Art of Turing Podcast, on Instagram, and give us a photo at, <laughs> give us a photo, give us a photo, give us a follow at Art of Touring. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can. Uh, you can just email me, touring podcast at gmail dot com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. Uh, maybe you've got some ideas for how to improve the show maybe you just want to chat to someone about something that's going on in your life and and you feel like you can reach out to the SISDOG you know whatever it is send me a message um, on my email or even on my Instagram All right, at Art of Turing Podcast you can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka and you can download it on uh, iTunes if you've enjoyed this episode please take a moment to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone just write a short review hit five stars and stick around next week for another episode i release these episodes every single week for free there is a sponsor but i'm not sure if you've noticed they're not real okay so you can get in and listen with old made Siriani SisDog on the regular tune in next week for my interview with frank Zamet and frank capatacasa of the passouts really looking forward to catching up with those guys and uh, while i'm mentioning the passouts let's get into some plugs The new theme music for Art of Touring is a song called Start a Fire, which is available to stream on Spotify or download on iTunes. You can grab the whole album on all digital platforms, and if you'd like to grab a physical copy of the album, Dead Technology by The Passouts, on either CD, glorious coloured vinyl, or regular coloured vinyl, go to thepassouts.bandcamp.com where you can get all your merchandise, including T-shirts, stickers, posters, and even skateboards. That's all for me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at MrWall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big, big thanks to my very first wrestler on the art of touring, Miss Erica Reed. You can follow her wrestling journey on Instagram at underscore Erica dot Reed and Facebook at Erica Reed Wrestler. So go check those out and you can see her wrestle in real life in Melbourne or around the country. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sizz Dog. Ow, ow, ow! And remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by the Spanish announce table, where every finisher goes through the table like a knife through butter. I grabbed those two... Um uh, bookcases, and I've slowly just kind of been putting some memorabilia up there.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Out of the boxes.
1: I really like it. I've
0: got my little, like, wrestling area there.
1: I dig it. I see the 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 man. There's a mannequin, guys. Yes. There's a mannequin with um, Viking horns and a Salsa's Mexican hat. <laughs> and he is wearing um, fairy lights with a skeleton onesie, morph yes. suit, yes. a cape, and a cane mask.
0: Yes, yes. A WWF, WWF, mind you, championship oh, yeah, belt from 1998. He's and right. he's missing his hands. They're yeah. somewhere the in one of these boxes.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the it. llama ate his hands. That's it. But nah, he's, he greeted me when I walked in here. He's, yeah. He was very nice. I couldn't shake his hand, but...
0: No, you can't shake his hand. Oh, he fist bumped. He's, um, he's handless.
1: But um, nah, he's cool. Yeah. i like, what's his name?
0: Well, he doesn't really have a name. Oh. I bought him because um, I... I'm a massive Star Wars nerd, and I have a life-size screen-accurate Stormtrooper costume.
1: That's pretty cool. Which
0: I go out and, you know, appear in for charity. Um, Awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. That's pretty cool. So I've had that for a long time, uh, for about almost 10 years. And um, when I finished that costume, I'm like, I'm going to make a Boba Fett costume. He's like my favorite character. But... but he's also the most expensive costume you can try to that's attempt. That's the
1: thing, though. And the most the cool difficult. The one's are always the most expensive, yeah, and the most difficult. <laughs> and then you try, and then you just it doesn't look anywhere near as good. And then you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is just no, offensive well, to when, the character.
0: When my one is finished, it will it look exactly like it's meant good, to. Good. But it's just taking me a long, long time. So the the goal is to eventually put the costume on that mannequin. But in the meantime, ah. I've just draped him in a bunch of junk
1: you know what, I think you should find a second mannequin and leave yes. him there and then have the other dude there. Totally. And they can be your bouncers.
0: <laughs> right. Like
1: you can sit them in the windows so yeah. they're looking out. So if people try to jump the fence, they see those guys and they're like, ooh.
0: Better not yep. mess with these dudes. Nah,
1: these guys are legit.
0: Awesome. I think we've yeah we've got about four minutes of banter there, so I'll probably be able to splice in a little nugget there for yeah, the cool. end of the podcast. Nugget. I love that nugget. word. Yeah. Nugget. Yeah. yeah.